0: Welcome. The Emo Social Club Podcast, broadcasting to you live from Emo EmoSocialClub.tv. I am Brian.
1: And I'm Lizzie.
0: This is the Emo Social Club Podcast, the podcast about music, news, cool bands, nice people, which are the only kinds of bands and people that we enjoy and stand. Yes. Uh, the ones that this- also
1: enjoy coffee.
0: It's, it's a lot of coffee it's a lot yeah. of coffee in this uh, in this podcast in general today maybe a bit more than usual yeah. uh, our guest on this episode is AJ from the band glow and the dark that's and not yeahand per and persand uh, we talk a lot about coffee <laughs> just heads up because right off
1: the bat and we're all great. fans
0: we got a lot of coffee to talk about uh, we also talk about uh, their new music. And yeah, hopefully touring again, which I think we're going to be talking about <laughs> with everybody now, uh, because just want everybody to get out there and do it. Um, yeah, so stick around, hang out, check out the episode it's coming up right after this, because first I got to ask Lizzie. I just got to know. Y'all got to find out, too. Lizzie, what you got going on?
1: Um, all I can tell you is I'm I'm fucking tired, so not <laughs> too much. Um, so there's that but you can just hit us up on tiktok i did a trend one that i thought was funny some people thought it was funny i thought it would enrage more people in the emo community but it did not so if you can go (laughs) like watch that and some of the other ones def go do that at x emo social club x um same thing on twitter just shoot us some stuff over there here and there i'm I'm still there in spirit. If you tweet at us, I'll respond to you unless you're being weird. Don't do that. Don't be don't be weird, but not like a weird weird crossing weird.
0: Don't be weird weird. Be weird. Yeah.
1: Weird. No, don't be like we know that you're weird and we're weird, but if we either of us are saying a person's being kind of weird. You know, it's bad. Don't be like that. <laughs> have your limitations. Be sure to check yourself. All right. Check
0: yourself before you weird us out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but other than that, Brian, my guy. Oh, wait, I forgot. I'm picking up the uh, our our t-shirts or I probably already yeah. have because this goes out Monday. I would have driven out and gone, pick them up from our new friends at Good Boy Printing. Thank you.
0: Yeah. should have our shirts very soon for you. Uh, you can check those out at emo social dot com slash store. You want to pick up one of our new glitch t-shirts uh, that is directly supporting us. We would love it if you would uh, grab one. It means that we get to do more merch. We have a lot of designs that we want to do. We just, you know, need to pay for ideas. And it means so we you love it. your
1: booty shorts. Yeah, I know if you, you want, want your booty, your booty, booty shorts, shorts. Come on.
0: Listen, we're about to be outside for some fest. In the summer. If you want booty shorts so you can stay cool and look hot Tan yourself. I don't know. I don't know how to promote booty it's shorts. Hot
1: girl summer. Let's go. you yeah. know how it is.
0: Yeah. Hot hot dude legged summer. What? I don't know. I listen, booty shorts were not something I ever thought I'd have to promote with my actual crop, talking. So
1: crop the glitch top booty shorts, you got a whole lot. You got your fest style.
0: We are out here. Anyway, uh, this what are weekend, you doing,
1: Brian? Besides I don't that, know.
0: this is what I'm doing. This weekend, we are trying something interesting, and we will be broadcasting our DJ stream on Saturday live from our friend's house. Uh, where we'll see what happens. Like we have never done the DJ set live. We have always done it as a you know Twitch stream internet. Uh, getting Lizzie in through like a Zoom call or whatever into it, and now we're gonna actually be in the same damn room
1: with other out to the same people. tunes with vaccinated other people, people. Vaccinated
0: everyone is people. 100% vaccinated, and it has been over two weeks from their second shot, so everyone will be firmly in the uh safe category. Uh, who is at this event? It will also be a small party, like it's not gonna be like fucking yeah. 100 people or nothing, not a we're not, we don't like you know, hanging out with that many dumb people youtubers yeah we're still lonely people so uh yeah. but it will be it will be streamed live from somebody else's place and we're going to see how it goes because this may lead to more stuff that we do when we're back in like real places you know so we'll find out how how it works please join us there 6 p.m saturday may 29th uh email social club.tv we also have our normal friday night DJ stream that will still be the same as it always has been voting on a record and playing that record near the top of the stream. So please join us there at 6 PM as well. Uh, and uh, I forgot to mention, if you like this episode of the podcast, please uh, rate and review, like share it. If somebody else you think who uh, enjoys glow in the dark or enjoys any episode of this podcast, please give it to them and say, Hey, I know that you want to join this club. They're a pretty cool club. Booty shorts are uh, are on the horizon. (laughs) So you know,
1: what other podcasts has booty shorts?
0: Don't answer that question. I don't want to find out that we're second to the game. I want to find out. We're first to the game.
1: I hope we're first in the scene to have booty shorts. It's going to be revolutionary.
0: First of our name. Listen,
1: you guys have to tell all these people because my dad is telling more people than some of you are come on guys step it up. we're not
0: like those bands where our moms are coming to the sets and being like hey (laughs) i really liked it i told everybody at work about you no 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 No, i want that to be you not our parents (laughs) (laughs) anyway without uh more uh, we're gonna shut up and uh, here's our episode with aj of glow and the dark welcome to the emo social club podcast broadcasting to you live from emo i am brian
1: and i'm lizzie and we're here this afternoon with our new friend aj of glow in the dark we're so happy for you to be here dude
0: it's glow and the dark glow not glow in the dark. the dark
1: listen i was talking and i looked at it and i said it's glow and the yeah. dark and it's just it, not it does roll
0: out. and I, I don't know if this is like know different different like regional dialects are gonna say it as like glow in or glow and like you kind of have it like rolls <laughs> the end like rolls into it you know
2: yeah well i found out from from just like you know when i when i picked that band name i wanted to see if like you know any other bands had it and all that stuff and i found out that a lot of people just like mispronounce the phrase glow and the dark when they're talking about like you know glowy stars and stuff mm-hmm. like that and i was like damn so some people are just not even going to get that. This is like, <laughs> like, you know, a modified um, phrase, but yeah, I didn't find any other bands. Luckily. I think there, there was like a, a Kanye West tour called glow and the dark, um, huh. but wow. that tour happened. So it's gone. It's done. <laughs> Now,
1: that happened, and Kanye has he he thinks he has that much power, which maybe he does, but not that far reaching power.
2: <laughs> yeah, you, you can't you can't just like claim your tour name and be like, no, no one can ever name anything this again, right?
0: <laughs> uh, well, let's let you introduce yourself, talk about glow and the dark, and uh, what you do, and and who you are.
2: Yeah, well, my name's AJ. I grew up in San Diego and currently live here and um i just play in a lot of bands it's kind of just like my mo and glow in the dark is the most recent band that i started i started it um around this time last year actually um in quarantine and it was right around the time that um all the blm protests were happening and i was going to quite a few of those and being active in that and um yeah i i don't know it just it takes a lot out of you. It makes you pretty sad um, about the state of the world. And I was at one protest that was pretty small. And uh, the organizer had a megaphone and was like, after this, go do something that makes you happy because, you know, you can't just be, um, you know, in this like depressive <laughs> mindset mm. all the time. Like, we need you guys to take care of yourselves, too. And I was like, damn, I do need to do something to make myself happy. And so I had a song that I wrote. And I had a band name that I always wanted to use. So I just um, I hit up my friends and I like booked recording time because I was like, this is what makes me happy. Like working on music always makes me happy. And I I had to do that for myself. And yeah, I I put out the one song and then uh, sent it to Dark Horse Coffee Records. And they, that was the only label that I reached out to, and they actually like wrote me back the next day and were like, This is cool. Why don't you come in? We'll talk about your next release. And I was like, Damn, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. And so now it went from just being like a, you know, just a project that I thought was only going to have one song and be just kind of like, um, you know, an excuse for myself to be happy and have something to work on. And now it's like a real band with, you know, band members and like hopefully shows soon. <laughs> yeah,
0: what you reached out to a coffee? Oh, yeah,
2: that's <laughs> that, yeah. What I was looking, some explaining, <laughs> I was looking
1: at like the label in the presser, and I'm like, this sounds fun. Now, what's yeah. going on here?
2: <laughs> right. Okay. So, Dark Horse Coffee Roasters is a really popular coffee roaster in San Diego, and I'm I'm a really big coffee guy, um, and so i i noticed a couple years ago they started a label and they only had one band signed to it called the petty saints and played a couple shows with those guys on the bill and i was like like as soon as i found out about the label i was like i have to be involved with this somehow because it's my favorite copy roaster and they're starting a small label Mm -hmm. and i've worked at a bunch of small labels before and so i was like You know, I just want to be involved somehow. So when I did put out that one song, they were the first ones I wanted to send it to. And now, like, we're friends and like we go get beers together and stuff. And it's awesome. And we got to put out my EP. We're working on a music video right now. And it's like, honestly, it's like super cool. I think those guys are really rad. And I don't think that they realize that I'm like a fanboy of their copy. (laughs)
1: Now would they be able to make you your own coffee bean roast for glow in the dark? Is yes. the next real question.
2: Yeah, we we have talked about that um, a little bit, and like I'm like honestly dying to have that. That would First. be the coolest thing ever. <laughs> but um, I, you know, they they do so much rad stuff for me. Like, you know, they recorded and produced and mixed and mastered my whole record that I just put out and they're like producing this music video for me for like no money. And so like, I'm afraid to ask them for uh, (laughs) like, can I have a bag of coffee, (laughs) you know, can I have my own like coffee, like blend or even like a single origin that we're just allowed to call glow in the dark or whatever. But I think it might happen eventually.
3: That would be really I'll cool. definitely
1: cop that. Yeah. We're, I've been trying to do like a band beans thing because I used to be a barista for like six years, so I'm like, yeah, nice. but I'll like on our YouTube, I'm like, here's some band beans that we got.
2: Dude, yes, that's so cool. It's like the the best band merch that you can have. You know, uh, so Dark Horse has put out like um bags of coffee for specific bands, um like they did a, a pup blend. And I was like, I have to have that. I didn't Mm -hmm. even really know the band Pop that well at the time, and I was just like, it's a band and it's on coffee, like I want it. And now I'm like, (laughs) but like, (laughs) yeah, but um, yeah, just stuff like that is it's it's super cool. I actually have been trying before Dark Horse. um, I had like been experimenting with roasting my own coffee beans, and it's going super bad. Like I, (laughs) I, (laughs) I just did some yesterday that I think actually might turn out well, but. Um, you know, the idea with that was like maybe I could make small batch coffee and like sell it at shows. But now i have our first coffee roasters, so
3: yeah, yeah.
1: Co- roasting <laughs> coffee is like I knew a kid at undergrad and he did it like in his kitchen somehow, and he was like really particular about it. And he's like, I've been doing this for years, and I'm like, yo, this is crazy <laughs> to me.
2: Yeah, lots of people do it in just like cast irons and they like hmm. You know it's just like roasting anything but you know with specialty coffee and stuff like that it's like you know you want to control as many factors as possible and i'm trying to do that with this like I, I wish i brought it up here but i have like this ridiculous um coffee roaster thing it's like a little ceramic bowl and like a handle <laughs> i just like shake it over fire for like 15 <laughs> minutes My arms it's get like tired. trying to make
1: popcorn yeah. <laughs> except it's like please like Don't be green really anymore. Slow
2: popping popcorn. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, but it's fun, you know. I mean, it's it's
0: a crazy, like, great idea to put out merch. That, like, obviously, yeah, everybody's doing it right now. But like, making it yourself and being like, no, 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 I am the one who sat in front of the flames, putting this roast myself. I ground it for you, and now I bring it to you as part of my my set. Please enjoy my
3: show.
2: Yeah, I wanna, when, when shows start happening again, I want Dark Horse to like come to some of them and like sell their cold brew cans. But mm. then I just thought about like, the crowd would get so caffeinated. Yes. <laughs> would, like shows generally happen at night. And <laughs> I would just feel bad. Like They'd just be like that. uppers
1: and downers, yep. let's go.
2: Yeah, and you could like tell who did what in the crowd. Like those guys <laughs> are all drunk and those guys are all on way too much <laughs> caffeine. All
0: the, all the (laughs) under 21 at your shows are going to be like, Oh shit, I get free. I get coffee. I can buy some coffees instead of buying beers while everybody's drinking. It's like a bunch of hopped up kids at 10 PM. Yeah,
2: My God. I, I did go to a show one time at the brick by brick in San Diego and they have like modern times, cold brew cans. And I was like, you know, at the time I wasn't drinking. So I just kept going back to the bar and ordering those and like drinking them like beers. And then oh after, God. like, the third one, I was like, I'm going to kill myself. Yep. Like, I have to stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a uh, coffee at shows, I think, would be cool. Be great, yeah. Yeah.
1: I think it's the next wave. I think especially after, like, you know, the pandemic, everyone was like, oh, I'm drinking more. And then a lot of people were like, oh, no, I should be sober. I think it'd be, like, a good way to, like, usher in and <laughs> be like, hey, guys, you can be hyped up at 10 p.m., and then be up for that six-band bill and not complain about
2: it. And then we sell melatonin in the parking lot. <laughs> like- in the parking lot, yes. Yeah.
3: One gummy, five. On yeah.
1: Hey everyone, it's Lizzie from the Emo Social Club. With a new season, comes a new logo and merch. If you haven't noticed, we updated our iconic emo social club logo thanks to our new designer, Joey Resco. You can pre-order a shirt with the new design on our website, EmoSocialClub.com slash store. And every dollar goes towards us keeping the neon lights on here at the club. These will ship out in late May through early June, so get your orders in now. Thanks always for the support from us here at the Emo Social Club.
0: You're also selling merch with cassettes in it, so like it's already part of your...
1: Yeah, you have the little... I saw those like little coffee sacks... You yeah get i'm like that is so cute
2: i actually have one let me grab it real quick yeah I'll show it Ooh. off so yeah so i i just had i had this idea for a while where like um i went to dark horse's like roasting facility and they had just these you know big burlap sacks of coffee and i i think those are super cool because they're usually stamped with like the like country that they came from mm. and the origin that they're from and they just look really cool to me. So I was like, what if we took those and made them into little coffee bags and then it's I love that. like they they would all look different. Like this one is just, I don't know, it's like some random lines and stuff. But yeah. then it's a cassette koozie. And <laughs> you can have a cassette in it.
1: <laughs> cassette coozies for the world. <laughs>
2: yeah. And then you know, I, I shove a bunch of stickers in there too. Absolutely. And yeah, that's that's been fun because I I've, you know, it seems like CDs are just like, I, I have like CDs from bands that I was in like, you know, 10 years ago just sitting. And that's like a depressing thing to have. So like, you know, I didn't know if people were going to buy these or not. So I was like, cassettes are great because they're not as expensive as vinyl. These were like, you know, like a dollar to press and they come with a download code. And it's a physical piece of merch that I can sell that like is cool. And maybe you'd want to keep yeah. it because it comes with a coffee sack. <laughs>
3: yeah. Like
1: I think what's crazy is that I've seen some people on Twitter and they're like, oh, I have all these cassettes. I should buy like a Walkman. And we're thinking it's 2021. You should probably be able to go on like eBay or you're like wh- wherever. You're like your local, not Radio Shack, whatever it would be. And be like, I need a Walkman or like a cassette player. And it should be super cheap. But because there's so many like cassettes out there, people are like, A Walkman $300 it's vintage
2: yeah totally yeah they really need to like reissue those because yeah I think like lots of bands have cassettes now like I have a little collection going just from like local bands that I like enjoy and I'm like I have nothing to play this with uh (laughs) so my my friend's solution was he like went and got an actual like boombox like Mm-hmm. huge like ghetto blaster and you just put it on his table and that's how we listen <laughs> to music we go Oh my god! And that's such a sick idea that like yeah i i would love to see that be more of a regular thing
1: everybody walk around with your big boom box yeah. down the street with all your cassettes of your homies <laughs> music
2: yeah and speaking of things that are emo like <laughs> that's kind of emo thanks to the movie <laughs> say anything yep. you know so yeah, we need cassettes in order to in order to bother people at night.
0: There are people <laughs> who listen to the Hawthorne Heights song, Nikki FM, and they're like, I'm outside of your window with my radio. And there are kids who are like, What's what? What's a radio? A radio's in your car. <laughs> How are you standing outside with the car radio? That makes and no they're sense. They're like,
1: I don't even use the, the radio in the car. And yeah. I'm like, Uh
0: they're like this <laughs> yeah. this this entire reference is lost on an entire generation now. Dude, that's
2: so funny. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> i was was on a different podcast recently we were talking about like how um like technology references like that don't hold up Mm -hmm. or they do hold up and i i was positing that um backstreet boys are better than in sync (laughs) because um backstreet boys have a song called the call and everyone still has cell phones Mm -hmm. and like knows what that is but then like um instant messaging in the in sync song digital get down might be lost <laughs> on a lot of people True. aim isn't even like supported anymore. So therefore the Backstreet Boys are better.
0: Also just cause I mean, it's a song called digital get down. We can all posit what it's about. It's like, well, FaceTime, like <laughs> Snapchat, like what, what do you True, mean? Yeah. I guess they're
1: like DMing me. Call yeah. it. DMs. that's what it is.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Not to, but, you know, obviously be, be safe on the internet kids i'm not saying like listen <laughs> yeah. to nsync and like just get out there and start but digitally also getting say nsync down.
1: correctly i was i was watching this show called the circle with my sister Great and show. one of the contestants didn't know who nsync was yes. and she had maybe be in her like early 20s so i would still assume you would know who nsync is and she kept just like spelling out
3: mm-hmm.
1: their name instead of just saying NSYNC, and it hurt me i'm like hey <laughs> I'm going to need you to, like, not be on this show anymore.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. We're so old now. It It,
0: sucks. It hurts. (laughs) And, like, I I do think, because, you know, Lizzie, we were talking about this before, but it's, like, I think they're playing it up for, like, the character that this person is playing on this reality show is, like, supposed to be dumber than she actually is. But I also wouldn't be surprised if there were people who are, like, 20, 21, 22 who are, like, wait, I never heard. NSYNC like oh Justin Timberlake sure oh yeah but I don't know the other four members and I don't know any songs by NSYNC I don't know if that's like lost on that generation when we're just like oh my god my heart like I had that on CD you know little Walkman with headphones on a bus you know like that's a totally different situation for both of us
2: yeah yeah definitely but then there's like versions of of that that somehow still exist today i guess with like just like new adaptations of it you know just uh different technologies and stuff like we don't understand tiktok they don't understand cassette tapes yeah it's a (laughs) trade-off we have things to teach each other
0: (laughs) we can learn from the younger generation
1: brian (laughs) i'm telling you you gotta get on the TikTok. i
0: hate it though i hate it though it (laughs) i i very rarely and and I don't know, we, we didn't talk our ages before getting on this, but I am thirty-four. I am feeling like I, I feel my age sometimes, and it usually is like a generational thing of like talking about nostalgia, talking about old technology, talking about where like industries are going, especially the music industry, which is really slow to evolve and really slow to to grab on to new ideas and start using them and promoting and, and moving music, but uh, for me i generally am like very open-minded to everything that happens very open-minded to any new idea tiktok is the first one where i've been like what the
2: fuck is going on why is <laughs> it, why do i feel so old with this dude i'm right i'm right there with you um because i, I usually try to embrace every new thing that comes out but that i just can't do because like it just I, I I saw like some some like Reddit post that a guy was like, my job is I reverse engineer apps. And hmm, yeah, like I built TikTok, for, you know, for an assignment the other day. And literally, it is just a data mining app. Yes. It's like 99% data mining app and then 1% like targeted yeah. videos. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do it. I hate ads. I hate the idea that like I'm, you know, being being uh, put in some kind of demographic. Yeah. And then they're like, you want to buy this freaking like cassette made of coffee? And I'm like, God damn it, I do. <laughs> I do you like, want Papa that?
1: know me too well.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: Like the so, ads always are good. And I do, I do acknowledge that like there are some benefits. They out- are outweighed by the negatives, <laughs> but for like an uh, independent artist, for somebody who is growing in the scene like we have friends that have done very well on tiktok and there's a lot of people who are like yeah i'm gonna jump into it i'm gonna jump onto onto this bandwagon and start doing stuff on this platform it's just like that part of it and then the part of it where it's like wait what is entertaining about any of like i get every time i go on lizzie and i share a tiktok so it's i think primarily targeted towards lizzie Of course, it's not going to be targeted towards me. I go on there and I'm like, "Ah, get off my lawn.
1: Sometimes you go on there and I can tell and I'm like, hey, you doing all right? Yeah, well, it it does think
0: that we're a sad bisexual. So I guess that's. (laughs) That's Listen,
1: it's better than us being on actual straight TikTok from what I heard. Because it's apparently just terrible. (laughs)
0: Like even as straight people, we don't want to be on straight TikTok. I'd rather be on (laughs) bisexual TikTok. Like I just find it more interesting and entertaining. But I I I just don't. Like, I just don't understand how to create content for it, I guess. And I just don't know if it's, like, my... Like, it's the first time I've really said, like, is it my age? Am I just, like, not connecting with this idea? Like, Instagram makes sense to me. I hate Twitter, but it makes sense to me. Facebook, we (laughs) all talk that we fucking hate it, but it makes sense to me. It's just Mm. throw chaos into the world and and don't join any groups. (laughs) basically
1: (laughs) i think what's like the biggest thing is because i'm the main one making us like a lot of the other videos outside of our podcast clips for tiktok is that i've noticed that it's become more of like for whatever your niche is it's like oh here's a trend that you do this trend almost always at least 95 percent of the time incorporates some type of like traumatic event for the creator and i'm like yeah I i don't I don't want to put that out oh, there yeah. to people, so I'm not gonna do this trend, which means like you don't get as popular. I'm like, um, I'm not gonna. Do that. <laughs> so
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. My uh, my only window into TikTok is that my girlfriend has it, so I'll watch it from over her shoulder. Mm. And a lot of stuff that's on TikTok just ends up on Instagram anyway. Yeah, so I feel like yeah. that's my my filter yeah watch it on
0: reels instead
2: yeah exactly like it makes its way on there
0: yeah i don't know i mean i like as a as a musician you're obviously i mean you're not not on tiktok i'm assuming then for for glow in the dark (laughs) but then it's like well what do you think like about the the landscape now of like growing a band on those social medias like do you think that it's like like we were saying before it's like i don't want a facebook but they told me i have to have one for all this shit and like we don't want to have right. a Facebook like. What are you? What's your theory about like growing it on social media now in this generation?
3: Uh,
2: I, um, maybe this is a long-winded answer to that, but I was watching a movie called um, Fanboy that was like produced by, um, by some like local San Diego musicians, hmm. and um, I joke that it's kind. of like the the Michael Skarn episode of The Office where it's like you know everybody acting in a movie that you're like oh my gosh there's Airbnb and like yeah and and they kept referring to the music that there's like a band in the movie and they they kept referring to themselves as like underground music and I was like oh that's like a word that I've like forgotten to associate with like the type of music that we care about you know Mm -hmm. and so like you know if you're if you don't want to like engage in TikTok and like nothing against bands that do that, like that's awesome. Yeah. But if you don't want to, then you're kind of just, you know, maintaining that sort of like underground musicness And, you know, lots of people have been talking lately about how it's just kind of like not feasible to to be super famous in a rock band anymore. Mm. And I, I think that therefore... If you want to just be this weird underground band that <laughs> that misses TikTok, then that's I think that's cool. I think that you would wind up on there anyway, even if you're not the one putting it out there. Um but I don't know. Probably like next week I'll make one. <laughs> yeah. That's what we said. And they were like Just
1: to see like what what's going on yeah. here.
2: We were talking to yeah. another
0: uh band and they were like, Yeah, we just did this on TikTok and all this, and we're like, listen to do this it's like yeah shit like now we've had the conversation uh i i kind of side with you though like there is a certain level of like it, it's it's all word of mouth in some way or another like it's all a word of mouth like pushes music to new people people are interested in music because they hear about it from a friend or they see him at a show uh and, and so there's like this very organic way of growing a band in that regard but obviously like during a pandemic you're like Hey, listen to my new music, and it's like, well, I can't see you at a show. I can't like find you anywhere. It's like it's it's it becomes more of like, a, well, we have to be on these places because of that. And I'm wondering if it if it does kind of change if music is not reverting back. I don't think it'll ever go back to the way it used to be. But I I'm wondering what the change will happen now that we're like getting back into the world. Hundreds and hundreds of bands have come out of this pandemic and are going to be uh, playing shows now. We're going to have 100 shows a night per night every yeah. venue will be full to the brim uh so i'm wondering what it looks like after this too
2: yeah for sure i i, I wonder i wonder how it's gonna go as well because like how how bad would it suck if like it just went back to normal and like people still just didn't go to shows yeah, yeah. <laughs> and stuff like that that would that would suck but yeah no I, I see what you're saying like there is like you know how else do you get that content out there to people and the thing about it is like I have never like I have never been the whole reason that I got into music and specifically like emo and punk music is because I'm not like a particularly like like a person that likes to be the center of attention or Mm -hmm. likes to have focus on me and stuff like that and so then being like this interesting like TikTok personality or like coming up with like content that isn't just like my feelings in a really loud guitar Mm -hmm um, isn't natural to me. And I, so I, I don't know. I, I, I think that somehow I'm going to have to make it work without, <laughs> you know, without feeling like I'm just putting on like the AJ show. Cause I don't want it to be like that. Sure. Um, that's why I didn't, you know, I, I have a band that is basically just me and a drummer, but it has a band name instead of being like my name, Absolutely. you know? So,
1: well, let's talk about a little bit more about this band. I know that you said mm. it's basically here for you to be happy and to have like, just like a better experience and like have just a better life overall. It sounds yeah. like, um, and their mindset because everything has been terrible, uh, this past <laughs> year. Um, when you when you were creating some of these songs, what was going into it specifically? Were you pulling more from like these different events, or were you just kind of pulling from like your overall emotions and feelings from it, from whatever it was.
2: Yeah. Um, so the very first song that that we put out that was like the initial um, like proof of concept of the band, um, that was a song I'd actually written a few years before and just didn't know what to do with it. It wasn't going to go to one of the bands that I play in. So I just sat on it. And that that was kind of like, um, you know, my feelings wrapped up is it was a song Sunshine is Boring. And it was about just kind of being stuck in LA. Like, and it felt like I was being, I wasn't living in this waiting room. It's kind of what it felt like. And then the rest of the song, like the new EP, a lot of it started off as like instrumental stuff, which normally when I when I come up with like song ideas, it's, it's usually like a lyric and a melody and a guitar part all at once. Um, that, that it comes to, but for a lot of those songs, I was starting off with instrumentals. And that kind of came from like pre-pandemic going into the pandemic. Um, I was rehearsing like a lot, like 15 hours a week to go and record this record. We were putting in a lot of hours of like um, of you know practice time. And in between like you know these rigorous like writing sessions, I was just like messing around on my bass. And like taking little voice memos of like little bass lines that i was writing and that's kind of where i went to it was this little archive i, I actually put them all in a note and called it like the bass riff locker <laughs> and like that's kind of where i was getting stuff from like the song kickstand um which was our first single is like this like harmonic bass riff um and a a little like hi-hat part that our drummer was playing and it's it's uh jordan the same drummer um that's in my band we were in this other band together writing this album and uh we we started playing that opening riff as a joke all the time like whenever there was a lull in band practice we would just start playing that riff just to like almost like annoy people (laughs) and and then it came down to like dude we should make that a song and i you know pulled lyrics just from like things weird stuff that's happened in my life and stuff like that but it was it was more interesting for me this time around like writing lyrics and like deciding what the story is gonna be to like riffs and to musical um figures instead of just all at once you know
1: well so when it comes to you being on all these other bands because you said it's just kind of like your thing and what you're known for um i i can only imagine how that is but like where when was that kind of like your thought of like i'm just gonna be in all these bands and i'm just gonna flow through with it because i feel like everybody's Mm. always joking like oh it's hard to find a drummer and a drummer is in like you know 10 bands for example i feel like that's what it would be but i also feel like it would just be like a really chaotic fun experience
2: yeah it is it is a lot of chaos and it's a lot of fun um and it, it just kind of happened naturally. Like I started playing in this band called Weatherbox. And from there, I started going on tour and then meeting bands all over the country and making a ton of friends. And that kind of led me to meeting the band Sundressed because um, they opened for us in Phoenix on my first tour. And I just became friends with them. And then they were like, we need a bass player for this tour. We need a guitar player for this tour. And I just filled in so much that I just became they were like, do you just want to join the band? <laughs> You know, and uh, and, you know, so then I was like in two bands and then um, another band called Future Crooks was started by um, a bunch of like people who had been in Weatherbox before and they were like, yeah, we need a bass player. And I was like, cool, done. And then now I'm in three bands. And then like, you know, that's just kind of how it goes. It's just it, it all built up over time, just making friends and being like down to make music. Cause that's, that's my favorite way to hang out with my friends, you know, is just like playing music together. So yeah. So every time I'm at a band practice or like doing something like that, I'm just hanging out with my buds, like playing show, going on tour. Um, Hopefully there's a lot more of that coming up soon. I got kind of like, you know, I have like show dates on my calendar, which is like mm-hmm. the best feeling ever after like 15 months of not <laughs> having yeah. anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, so that's just kind of how it happens and just being down and available. This, and then all of a sudden you're in eight bands and then like people are like, oh, you're in a band. What are they called? And I'm just like, what's your vibe? Now I just say glow and the dark because I'm yeah. like, that's the newest one. Go check that one out. <laughs> there you go.
0: Does it make yeah. it like like when you're booking a tour, does it make it really complicated when you're like, oh, sorry, I'm actually on tour with this other band at the exact same time? <laughs>
2: I've been so lucky that that has, like, never happened. Um, Usually I get a feel, too, um, about, like, which bands are, like, going to start planning stuff. And then kind of, like, when everyone's seeing what everyone's availability is, I'm like, I think I might go on tour in October. So maybe not then. So it it works out well somehow. The worst thing that's ever happened is, like, I've had to, like, miss shows, like, that I had already booked Mm. because but that's like one show and i feel bad like you know being like oh this band has to drop off because i'll be on tour um but for the most part that's happened like four or five times ever gotcha so it works out somehow yeah
0: (laughs) I, i mean i've been thinking like maybe that's like the new like bands will be more often hired guns than they will be like like we bring up machine gun Kelly way too much on this. I'm going to try to think of a different reference (laughs) of like of an artist that we can talk about. But like if there's an independent artist and independent meaning, like there's only like one dude behind it, or there's only like two people that are in it, but you need other musicians. It's like you go on tour with like five people, but the band is only the one person. And I'm wondering if that's like something that's also going to change in the future where it's like uh, talking about like, you know, rock stars and and the celebrity of it all and like being famous in a rock band it's like well if they are famous then it's like you just need people to be there because they're you know they're just playing the music as opposed to being like NSYNC where all five members matter all five of the members of NSYNC and Backstreet Boys mattered to the success of NSYNC or Backstreet Boys I wonder if that's going to change
2: yeah well I think a lot of bands that like I'm directly influenced by like my favorite bands are all like that like started with like dashboard confessional that was mm-hmm. one of the first bands that i ever loved and like that like they've had consistent lineups for really long periods of time but like you know it's mostly just chris yeah and like saves the day is like my favorite band of all time. and that's they've always had from like different record to different record a totally different lineup mm-hmm or maybe like two or three records is the same lineup and that changes. And like, I love that because, uh, you know, it puts like different people's styles on a project that it's like an entity. So it's not really just that person. It's that person and who they bring to the table. And like Weatherbox is exactly like that. Like, you know, Brian is the only dude that's been in that band consistently. <laughs> and <laughs> I I think I'm like the longest, like, I've had the longest stint in Weatherbox after Brian. Obviously, um, I've been in the band for like eight years, and you know, it's cool because just every new musician that comes through puts puts their own little personality on it, and it's it's very yeah. cool to see. So I yeah, I think I think a lot of a lot of projects are going to be like that going forward. Also. Yeah,
1: oh, and I struggle
0: I, people in a room together. So, like... <laughs>
2: oh, my God. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: always, been a, always been a hassle. Sorry, Lizzie.
1: <laughs> no, you're okay. Because I've always just seen, like, especially the last, like, maybe two or so years, a lot of projects are popping up. And now, like, um, Kississippi and Jetty Bones, for example, I really like those right. projects. But now, when I, like, realized, I'm like, oh, it's just one singular person. And then they just have whoever's doing their backing, you know, instruments when they go on tour. And I feel like that's like just such a new norm. And I never understood why I'm like, oh, these are just like, this is just one person. Why do you have like a whole band persona when it's just you? And now I kind of look at it in this different perspective. I'm like, you know what? That's cool to have that cooler name rather than just like using your normal name. Yeah. And It is the same thing with like, you know, stage names. I was like, I didn't get it when I was younger. I was like, okay, now I get it now. <laughs> like, I'm not going to become a musician. For my be space like, name hey, I'm Lizzie B, (laughs) and, like, that's my entire thing. And I'm like, no, 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 that's boring.
2: (laughs) Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think it also gives you kind of, like, the freedom to, like, if you did want to go do a completely different thing. Like, I play in a lot of emo and punk bands, but, like, if I wanted to go do, like, like a jazz side project or something, like, I would have to come up with a different band name for that or else it would be, you know, I couldn't put out, like, a – like a free jazz glow in the dark record because that would be like people would just be like what (laughs) so yeah I, I think it makes sense in that way um and also it's cool for guys like me because most of what I do is being that backing band for different artists when they when they need a bass player they need a guitar player and that's cool because it creates jobs for musicians. <laughs> <laughs> we love that.
3: True.
0: Unless you know, yeah. like you, it's just like one guy in eight bands. <laughs> like, no, I get all the guitar jobs.
2: Yeah, I I uh, used to. I, it used to be like half and half. Like it would be half guitar and half bass. But now, over time, it's become all bass. And the only band I play guitar in is Sundressed. Mm. Which is cool because I, I prefer bass, as you can see on my wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: There is one guitar that I made. I made that guitar, this one with the oh hat my God. on it, wow. um, in quarantine. That was like one of the first, you know, when everybody was like, oh, now I have all this time to like work on stuff that I wanna do. I always wanted to build a guitar and it's, it's awful. It's like completely unplayable, <laughs> but I did it and it looks like a guitar.
1: The thing is, is that you were able to make a whole ass guitar during at some point of the quarantine where like, I don't know anybody else who could be like, hey, guys, you know what I did my first few months? I made a guitar. Is it playable? Absolutely not. not. Does it look cool? Yes. It was made. (laughs) Yeah,
2: it was made. And I really the whole point of it was I really wanted to see if I could like stain the wood with cold brew coffee. Just like, damn, bringing it back to coffee. But yeah, like that's. (laughs) I spent like like two or three days just like I made cold brew and then I just painted the guitar. Damn. And then I waited. And then like <laughs> the little paintbrush and I put clear coat over it. It turned out Now, did you cool. use
1: very expensive high-grade coffee or were you like, I just went down to um, my local store and got like Folgers and <laughs> made I, uh, Folgers cold brew?
2: I wanted to say that it was a really cool coffee, but it was actually, I think it was like Starbucks. Damn. Okay. Yeah. But, That's fair. You know. <laughs> using it as paint—it's kind of a kind of a fun way to yeah. stick it to Starbucks. <laughs> like this isn't a drink. This is paint.
1: <laughs> this is paint. This is what you guys think you're drinking. Yeah did you guys know that we have our own tiktok it's at x emo social club x and we put a lot of different cool things on there from random train dancing videos to previews of our upcoming podcast episodes and anything else in between and also make sure you're following us on our youtube channel as well emo social club to search it in the search bar we have some really cool videos coming your way. Brian is making really cool adult beverages that you can make at home.
0: I decided to make it an emo cocktail. So this one's called the Alone This Holiday by the
1: memes. And I'm going to teach you how to make your favorite coffee from your equally favorite bands. The new Spear box coffee. We're going to want to do 25 to 30 grams. All the coffee comes together, all the flavors are spread up. So, keep on listening and follow our other social pages. Oh, and make sure to join the club. I did want to um ask because you did a couple live streams. And I know obviously that's been like everybody's reality this last year. I did see though that in one of those live streams, you did a nine inch nails cover of a copy of us. Uh, so like, what? what kind of went into that? Because that's like very different, I feel, because yeah. I know other people are just doing regular live streams and like some, you know, like, more modern-ish covers. I mean, Nine Inch Nails is still pretty, pretty modern, relevant, yeah. obviously. Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah, that, so uh, Twin Peaks Sessions is like a is, like, a live session that they do, like, on a rooftop in San Francisco. And they put together this live stream where they invited bands to, like, cover Nine Inch Nails. And my buddy Chris Clark plays in the band Tiny Stills. He asked me if I, I would be interested in submitting a cover and I don't even know Nine Inch Nails that well. Um I was just like down because it sounded fun. And uh it was fun because I got to like listen to Nine Inch Nails and like pick a song and stuff like that because I had just never listened that much and I needed an excuse to get into a new band. <laughs> and so I, I picked that song and uh yeah, and then I like my cover of it. Is like a complete reharm of the song. Like the melody and the lyrics are the same, but I changed everything else about mm-hmm. it um, to make it sort of more my thing. But um, yeah, I was really nervous because my song was last on the. They d- they did like a live stream of it, kind of like this that they later posted to YouTube. But um, yeah, I was I was nervous after I saw how sick some of the other <laughs> bands are. Like I was like, oh no, dude. And but luckily my song came on and everyone in the chat was like really supportive and like it. And some people messaged me and asked me for like the MP3 version of it. And I was like, sweet, that's, that's, that makes me so happy. (laughs) But yeah, that's how, that's how that happened. I, I just, you know, was down to, to do that. The, the other, like most of the live stream stuff that we've done um, has, or the live recordings that we've done have been at this thing called halfway home. That um, a bunch of my friends started in San Diego, and it's kind of like you know Audio Tree or Little Elephant, where bands do like a live session in a house, and then they like edit it all together, and release it, and um, that was actually like, how we announced my EP was by doing one of those. And I've been, <laughs> you know, I've been in uh, six of them so far, six separate bands, halfway home sessions. And I have the seventh one booked. So, <laughs> I like those guys.
3: You you just keep, keep going back. It.
2: Yeah. I'm actually. Everybody's in a
1: competi-
3: like
2: who Sorry what?
1: Oh, no, I was gonna say everybody's gonna be somebody's gonna be doing like a binge watch session of all these different they're gonna be like, this guy's in a lot of the these same, bands. Huh? What's going on here?
2: <laughs> I'm I'm in a competition with uh, the drummer in my band, Jordan Crimson, uh, to see who can to 10 first (laughs) and right now we're tied (laughs) oh my god yeah so yeah i don't know it's fun it's fun being in a community of musicians and also like yeah live streams are kind of all we have right now and they do it so well like the the camera people are like so legit it's like you know like straight up professionals and then like um my buddy trevor who does all the audio for it is like a badass too so you know it's it's cool it's it's some of the some of the better live stream sessions out there that you can go watch yeah. so i recommend you go check those out and find a new band that you like because <laughs> i found so many new bands that i like just from that one nine inch nails thing and not even just from the bands that played but also like little previews in between like they, mm. they showed like what Twin Peaks sessions is and like I just like this band's name they were called tummy ache so I looked <laughs> them up and they're really sick i have just been listening to that lately
0: like that's such yeah. a simple name but I'm like
2: yeah I like the name <laughs> yeah instantly I was like I like that vibe yeah
1: <laughs> You're like Stom- I get that vibe I understand it
2: stomach illness let's go <laughs>
0: i'm gonna call a band digestive issues and we're gonna have beef
1: oh (laughs) god then everyone's gonna be like is this the name of the song or is this the band yes you're gonna say you listen that's that's a part of the fun
2: (laughs) yeah i i uh had a song that didn't make the ep that was called glow and the dark and the ep is also called glow and the dark and i was like let's just be obnoxious with this (laughs) <laughs> no. there was a glow in the dark on glow in the dark, glow in the dark
0: there was a song that everybody was going crazy for like i have a bunch of friends that are very into metal and everybody keeps posting this song that is the song is called god's hate the band is called god's hate and the album is called god's hate and i'm like why why did you do that why did you have all three things <laughs> i mean i guess it's really easy to find because it's just Yeah, it's, like, all the same thing. But I'm also, like, wait, why do I love that? Why do I want to do that? (laughs) Like, why does... Like, that sounds awesome. What if we called every podcast the Emo Social Club by the Emo Social Club, Emo Social
1: Club? (laughs) No, that is way too much.
2: (laughs) Like, it's cool. I don't know. I I think it's kind of cool. I mean, yeah. It's it's funny if... I I almost feel like just from that story that that band didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> I almost feel like it just happened that way, where they were like, "This is our band name," and they were like, "Oh, it's cool to have a song that is your band name." Like, you know, Green Day's done it. Um, and then they were like, "Well, that's the single, so I guess that's what we got to call the album." Like, I feel like it happened naturally. Yeah. But I have no idea, to be honest.
0: I mean, who can say? but now you look we are at not it a
1: metal band. Well, we don't know how they think. Now.
0: I mean, their vibe The glow in the dark logo is in a death metal, black metal font, which yes. I was like a big fan of.
2: <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I had this, uh, I had that idea for a while. I was like, I really want, well, it, it all started with the, the album cover for the single sunshine is boring. Is just, um, it's like a picture that my buddy took in of me, like, We were like in Salt Lake City and there was just like this abandoned house and I was standing in front of it with like a little stuffed mace that I won at the (laughs) bowling alley that we were hanging out at before the show. And I was like, this picture looks metal as fuck. I need to like use this for one of my band's songs and that's not metal whatsoever and just (laughs) like own that. And I was like, well, then I got to go with an unreadable death metal logo too. And I found this guy um, named Matt Guac, and he runs a an, an Instagram page called Death Metal Dictionary, mm-hmm. where like I, I don't know how active it is now, but he he would post uh, like a word in unreadable death metal like font, and then you know it's oh just like a daily Daily Dictionary Day of the word kind of or Word of the Day kind of thing. And I I was like, dude, can you make me a logo? And he was like, absolutely. And so <laughs> it looks like. It looks like this. Oh, it's probably we, mirror image. Uh,
0: oh, my yeah. God. We, we may or may not be hitting up this person to make our own from a social yeah. club line.
2: Definitely. Dude, that you should absolutely do Those that. Those goes actually, on the
1: booty shorts, actually.
2: Settle that down. That's, that's, <laughs> that's my next piece of merch for sure. But Love We actually it. based the logo off of, I just realized I'm drinking out of this. This is a coffee shop in Philly called Grindcore House. Whoa. <laughs> if you can what? read it but i sent him that and he was like dude i love grindcore house and i was like i picked the right guy because he lives I in want... like north carolina so i don't know, even know how he's been to." Philly, yeah. But yeah
1: i want to know the thought process behind this like the coffee shop owner and roaster would be like you know what i have the name for it grindcore house because it can go like so, so many, many ways,
2: ways. Yeah. yeah and when they play grindcore it's it's awesome and it literally <laughs> is a house like it's an old like row home in philly in south philly that uh they play it's an all vegan grind core cafe and it's yeah. awesome <laughs> it's my favorite brian we're going yeah
1: we're philly. about to plan a trip specifically <laughs> for, for this, coffee, this coffee shop to understand what's going and on just drive right in home. philadelphia
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah they have the best who said we're driving we're getting
1: fans. on a plane <laughs> okay.
2: yeah it's probably it's probably better probably better yeah probably much faster i did my there.
1: first like road trip in october and i said there's a plane there's a plane we could take
0: <laughs> it's it's a whole different experience it's the you know it's like a touring experience right it's like you got to get there but it's a whole different way of traveling and it's a whole different way of traveling with other people and it's a whole different experience i say this i would i would maybe go on one road trip like every 4 years like i think that's, that's <laughs> a strong limit on my endurance of being on a road trip
1: listen the one time i did like i drove maybe three hours i drove to like basically like Chicago land area to like southern illinois three hours i said no this is too <laughs> much why do people do this
2: <laughs> yeah dude i've been on a couple of those before mm-hmm. <laughs> well just like on tour and stuff like those long drives it's it's like not as bad once you like force yourself to do it day after day and you're like oh we only have to drive five hours today that's awesome like (laughs) but there's been times like where i've been driving through the night and uh like literally hallucinated other cars on the road just from like being like literally like a a 12 hour long drive through the night and uh my buddy, who was supposed to be like awake, keeping me awake as the driver, um, you know, he had like fallen asleep and I was like, all right, I'm just on my own driving through like the country. And uh, I he he woke up and saw me change lanes and then get back in the other lane. He's like, Why did you do that? And he was like, or I was like, uh, to get around that that truck. And he was like, There was no truck you're <laughs> pulling over oh! right now. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> Oh, that's danger Uh-oh. zone <laughs> hours. Yeah, so it's uh, it can be insane, and I also I like the band Sundressed hates when I drive because like I I hate stopping to use the bathroom, and I absolutely forbid pee bottles. Like, will not. Oh my be, God. Will <laughs> not be in the same like van as a bottle of pee rolling around. So like, they all get mad at me because I won't stop, and also. <laughs> <won't let them. laughs>
0: Is there um, is it just like out of I wanna get there as soon as possible or is it out of like like what what is the reason for not stopping?
2: Um yeah I want to I w I wanna I wanna just get there because that means that there I might there might be time to get coffee before the show. There, okay. Or um because I'm also just a lizard and like I don't eat any food on tour <laughs> <or anything>. <laughs> <laughs> just like I don't pee, I don't like drink water. My band, yeah, my bands all call me a lizard because <laughs> <I just, like, laughs> exists.
0: Yeah. No, because usually, like, if you're starting a road trip, I'm, like, okay, it's four hours before, like, I'm done eating or drinking anything. Like, we're about to go. Yeah. We're about to be driving. Like, get it all out of the system so that you can just drive for a long period of time. But, like, yeah, then it, it, I, I can't do it. Like, if I have to go, it's, like, yep, we're stopping. We're pulling over. Everybody go. Everybody just, we're, it's happening. Diet, yeah i'm like i wish i could do that i wish i could just like hold it all hold it all together <laughs> just keep it real
1: hold it all together <laughs> you have to test your willpower you have to train yourself brian listen apparently
0: <laughs> this one every four years this is this yeah
1: the next time you're gonna be with somebody you'll be like listen we're gonna try this and if you don't like it get out of the car <laughs>
2: You know, you know it's funny. After like you know eight years of touring in bands, I've never actually just been on a road trip where I didn't have to play a show. Yeah,
0: I can't imagine it'd be it be any. It must
2: be. It must be nice.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, like
1: no timeframes, no deadlines, just like straight vibes and like national weird capital things that you're like, <laughs> hmm, they have that.
2: And if you if you see some weird stuff, like you want to go see like the world's biggest hole. You want to pull over to like, go see one of those like tourist trap things. Like you have time to do that because you don't have to be anywhere like that. Must be great.
0: It, (laughs) I mean, the only road trip I've done recently was I, we did route 66 from Chicago to LA. Problem was that I booked like a filming, like to be the audience for a filming of a show. And then ended up that that was the Wednesday after riot fest. So we were like Monday leaving, so we had two days to get to LA, and we were like, "Well, we could do this. We could do this." Like, yeah, we can't even drive on actual Route 66. Like, we're basically just driving all the way to LA. Like, this is this is literally just like get in the car. We're driving to LA. This is not a road trip. This is just a worse way to get to a place (laughs) that we miss like all that shit. Because we did schedule something like two days after. It's like, man. Did it on, like, the Thursday one, and we would have had way more time. Uh, we also were like, well, on our way back, we're going to hit Vegas, so let's, like, at least have a couple days in Vegas. Yeah, all right. So then as, as you start to plan shit, you're like, man, I really missed out on the world's largest ball of twine. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you're like, I could have stood next to it and saw how big it actually is.
0: Could have seen, seen the twine. Could have counted the individual twines.
2: Yeah, if you're if you're really like, like vigilant band, then you can and you can get everybody up early, then you get like one cool thing that you can see on the (laughs) drive. And it's always like, for some reason, it's always like the the um, the Breaking Bad house, like bands (laughs) always go to that. But my favorite thing is the the Salt Flats in, in Utah. Yes, that's a great one. Great band photos um great times also one time we stopped there and somebody had like tried to drive their car onto the salt flats got stuck and we had to help them get out (laughs) 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 yeah
0: i mean they filmed so many commercials there you'd assume that like you'd be fine to do it with your prius or whatever
2: (laughs) the the worst part is uh the, the people were like obviously like um tourists from a different country Mm. and it was a rental car Uh, ah okay you know (laughs) and they they didn't speak english or anything but we you know you don't really need language to communicate what the problem is (laughs) you're just like
1: hmm that looks concerned yeah
2: you guys need help we'll help you we're able-bodied people um but yeah my my favorite thing uh in, in in chicago to do because you are you're already there so you can already go. As, but mm-hmm. chicago music exchange absolutely and yeah. the reverb headquarters yep. is right across the street
0: we have uh we have friends that worked for reverb and worked at chicago music exchange and they'd always post so much stuff with like uh with aaron gillespie of under Oath came in or like these these big drummers who come in and they're just like yeah like my my buddy i know was a drummer so he's just in the room and he's just like hey here's me and this drummer now and it's like dude do i just need to like be over there like all day like all these musicians come into town and they just walk right in and i'm missing out on all of this and then all the people yeah. at reverb would just like run downstairs and be like yeah we just met him real quick because he was here uh billy corgan a lot cool. too actually that was one that well, always yeah. comes in mm-hmm. like hey i need cool. a new guitar <laughs>
1: Well, now you got to go up to his little vegan tea shop up north and be like, hey.
2: I would do that. That sounds cool.
0: I want to like him so much. But then...
1: You're like Smashing Pumpkins, though. Right. That's why I feel like got to go. I'm going to like, go. Yeah, I almost forgot they were there. Even though I
0: hate <laughs> the idea of liking Billy Corgan, I'm still going to go watch Smashing Pumpkins.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're... They're a classic band. You have to, I was doing this weird thing the other day where I was like, (laughs) I was taking a survey for my local radio station to uh, potentially win a $1,000. And uh, it just required you to listen to a lot of songs from the radio and then say like, if you like the song or if you don't like the song or if you hear it too much. And I just felt bad because I was like, I should be like swiping like hard right on every, like rock song to make sure mm-hmm. that guitar music is on the radio, but yeah. then it would be like a Smashing Pumpkins song. and be like, I hear it too much. And then like a Red Hot Chili Pepper song. I was like, yep. I hate. <laughs> <laughs> and then like all the weird, like eighties synth music. I would be like, it's pretty cool. Like we need more Depeche mode. Yeah. But I'm like, wait, guitar music. Fuck. It. I forgot my purpose.
1: I forgot my purpose.
2: All the, all the Depeche mode. <laughs>
1: I'm wondering if those are that's one of my radio stations.
2: Oh, uh, it's uh, 91X in San Diego. It's one of my
1: radios. St- I think it's one of my radio st- I just started a new job doing audio production for the national level, and I'm pretty sure it's one of my alt radio stations. Can I you work, make so sure that I
2: win on. the
0: thousand? <laughs> <laughs> Go make and sure tell my
1: PD, Hey, don't worry about it. will
0: make sure it's all smashing pumpkins and zero Depeche Mode songs. It's
1: all smashing. It's always Red Hot Chili Peppers.
2: Fucking Red Hot Chili Peppers. Always.
1: Again. Jesus Christ.
2: Christ. I know. I was like, even though I said like, I hear this too much. I'm like, you're still gonna be on the radio all the time.
1: Oh, yeah. There was, like, an article about, like, they literally asked the question, why is there so much red hot chili peppers, and why can't it be stopped? And the answer from, like, a programming actor was like, I don't know. It's just always there, and people want it. I'm like,
3: people want it. no. People want Who it. Who wants
1: it? I don't want it. <laughs> no one wants this. It's too much.
0: People want it. They just did the right thing, I guess. Give people the information of where they can find you on the internet, where uh, they can check out the music, watch the videos, all that good stuff. So, uh, Yeah. Give us some plugs. Plug yourself.
2: Um. Well. Uh. I would say go watch the um glow in the dark music video for Kickstand. I did. I made it myself, and I think it looks a real <laughs> music video. <laughs> but you, you can find us on on YouTube, glow and the dark. On Spotify, you actually have to type out the ampersand. Mm. So. Don't type out the word "and." Use "glow ampersand the dark" um, on Instagram as "glow and the dark" band. I am also still on Instagram as "glow and the dark," but my account's private, and I don't
3: like. Oh my god!
2: People try to follow it, thinking like that's the band page. Yeah. I'm like, nope. This is like <laughs> I'm, I only like want my friends that I know very personally on here. Yeah. Uh, but "glow and the dark" band on Instagram is great. Um, yeah i would say that's a great start for you go go to those places you can oh you can find us on bandcamp if you want to buy one of these things or a t-shirt then uh we have those in our merch store on bandcamp
3: perfect
1: and bandcamp friday is coming up soon everybody better better at it
2: get the merch get the music exactly it's the best day to order stuff from Bandcamp, and if you wanted to check out um the label darkhorsecoffeerecords.com is a website and there are only two bands on the label but it's definitely two cool bands
0: <laughs> i feel like that's like you know they can give all your attention and focus to to making your band successful i think that's pretty good
2: yeah i would say coffee person too you should order a bag of coffee
3: yeah
0: it's like hey i know you'd have to make coffee for all of your bands but luckily there are only two of them <laughs> so yeah it's a low number of coffees you have yeah. to make
1: <laughs> so everybody buy so enough merch or a little coffee koozies cassette tapes and then be like hey where's the coffee now i have to do it
2: i <laughs> oh. uh, can't wait until then yeah I- i've started to kind of um work with the label on other projects too and kind of like Figure out what the label's gonna do next, and um, definitely lots of banned coffee is part of that plan. So, Absolutely. look out for
1: that. That's S tier um, merch S-tier. all the time. Yeah, I never question yeah. if I have to drop twelve to twenty five dollars on a bag of coffee beans. Anything else, one hundred percent coffee beans. Absolutely not. Here's my money. <laughs> Take
0: it off. <laughs> like if you're looking at somebody's yeah. merch offerings, you're like, I want a T shirt. Right. like Throw some coffee in there. You know Throw me a bag of coffee in there. Always.
2: Totally. Yeah, it's great. Uh, so,
0: Well, sick. We will, uh, we will end the recording of the podcast episode there. Uh, and we will continue the conversation going over on Twitch. We just got a little braid. So we'll talk with some people over there uh, for a little bit. And um, yeah, make sure that if you are listening to this episode, you check out glow and either spelled out or ampersanded the dark, uh, wherever you want to watch their videos and want to listen to their music and uh aj fantastic having you on today this is so much fun and thanks so much for
2: having yeah, thanks, me thanks dude yeah uh,
0: i really appreciate it yeah thanks again thank you for checking out this episode of the emo social club podcast we hope you enjoyed it if you did please remember to share it around get it to somebody post about it on your social networks tiktok about it uh uh tweet it please tiktok
1: about please TikTok it please tiktok that, that's about we'll blow up. it that'd
0: be so funny do it. Let, try it. You know, give it a shot. Do it. Tag Recommend us. It. See what happens. Tag us. Fuck around and find out. <laughs> uh, thanks again to AJ and Go in the Dark for hanging out with us today. And uh, yeah, we will be back on Thursday with another episode from all of us here at the Emo Social Club podcast. I'm Brian.
1: And I'm Lizzie. Goodbye.
0: Bye. Check you. Check you later. Nope.
1: Nope. No. Nope. Wow. The nope? Rude. Wait,
0: what happened?
1: But your pops?
0: That was the thing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, I didn't even notice I did it to be honest with you.